Thank you so much. So our two guests, of course, for Celebrating Life. Maya Paul, are you on the call? I am, Padre. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. And also, Reverend Shirley, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you. Okay. We have our team assembled. I'm really happy about this. I'm really curious. With Shirley's introduction, I heard she got knocked off her feet. That sounds like a a great story to tell, don't you think, Shirley? (laughs) Well, yes, I can briefly tell that. Yeah, I think our listeners would be interested because that's quite a story. All right. The first time that I came to Celebrating Life, there it was in Oak Brook, and I sat in the back row because I just kind of wanted to check it out, <laughs> just kind of see yes. what all this is about, right? And so yes. it was Friday night, and I'm on the aisle way in the back. Okay, so Padre Ron said we're going to do a healing service, and so they started in the back. <laughs> so I'm the first one up. And all these people lined up. I did not know what to expect. I had no idea. And right. he, came, he came over and his, his arm raised up and I saw this light coming out of him and boom, I was on the floor. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was knocked out for 20 minutes. <laughs> so, wow. yes, I was knocked off my feet when I first encountered CLM. That's incredible. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I was there. I didn't know you at the time, of course. (laughs) (laughs) But but many people have said that, especially the first-timers, not knowing what to expect. Or if they heard about it, say, well, I'm not going to go down or fall down. And guess what? The Holy Spirit takes over right away. So if you pass out during Maya's and my call, we'll understand, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So, Maya, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Yeah. I'm a little bit nervous, but that's okay. I figure that's part of the the whole thing. Yeah, it really is. So, Maya, what is your, I call it, intention either for this year or even for our service tonight on life resolutions, (laughs) put it that way? Yes, life resolutions. Well, Actually, my my intention for my year and for tonight are are very similar to each other. I don't know that they're that different, really. When I was tapping in at the end of of the year in December, I knew the theme of life resolutions, and I was sitting with that for quite a while. And so I was able to, to go more deeply into that and explore it which I'll talk about, I think, a little bit later. But in general, what I came to is is to be in a flow and in listening with Creator in my life and to continue that commitment to putting my little ego self aside and stepping more into the higher self or my true self and being in the flow with, with the divine all the time as much as I can. And so that's my intention for this year and also for tonight. Our, our um, title for this evening, I think it's very unique in a sense because we talk about New Year's resolution and whether we 
write it down or whether we just talk about it, but to apply it, and I think this is, I think, the course we're going to be taking tonight is apply the principle. Apply beyond what maybe we have written down and really tap into the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. And we get to explore all that tonight with Shirley and Maya. So could I ask Reverend Shirley if you would just open up our portion with a prayer for those listening tonight? Sure. Lord Jesus, I come to you in this new year with a desire to move forward, not backward. With last year gone, I'm eager to shift toward the mark of knowing you, loving you, serving you, and making your name known in this coming year. Thank you for your favor and unlimited mercy and your grace that keeps on giving. Forgive me for ignoring your voice at times, for pursuing my own ways, and for letting my priorities slip. Your promise is like gold to me, your forgiveness, your unfailing compassion, and your new mercies daily. I need you, Lord. Without you, I can't meet the demands of life or the pressures that I may encounter this coming year. I'm making a new commitment today, not a New Year's resolution, but a life resolution to place you where you always belong first in my life. Make the I wills of scripture become my affirmation. I will trust you. I will praise you. I will follow you. I will replace fear with faith, knowing you are always with me. And with you at my side, it will be a victorious new year. I lay down my broken armor my rusty tools, my self-defenses, and every excuse I've used for not living gracefully. Purge my bad habits. Free me from wrong expectations. Fill my heart, soul, and mind with praiseworthy thoughts and actions. I want to exchange my past disappointments for your divine appointments. My life is yours. Set my feet on the right path and grant wisdom so I can make right choices that will honor you. Let me see others like you see them, as precious ones you created. Renew the gifts and abilities you have so generously given me so I can bless others as you have blessed me. You put the new want to in my life and in my heart that will help me keep my life resolution. And as the calendar year turns another page, I want more than ever to live it with you. There is no battle in my life too great with you in my life. Loving Jesus. Amen. 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 prayer that you just prayed, Shirley, is more of reading people's hearts that's what mm-hmm. I really picked up as you were praying. And it's like, okay, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, our spiritual guides, they're already speaking through you, through us, in order to tap into other people's hearts who's listening in. And I got a couple, quote, checks in your prayer for my own adjustment. 
And I, I just love the prayer you prayed because it really completes all what we're going to be talking about. And it also sets a precedent that it's just not a call. We're actually being called forth or being brought forth to really walk with the Spirit throughout this year and in a really honest way. My part with thinking about life resolutions, I think about New Year's resolutions, but it's really deeper for me because my starting point is always, do I have God's peace? Do I have God's presence in my life? And that's really a, a staple that I have grown into. And if I don't have that, then I'm a wandering <laughs> donkey. I just want to always be in that place so I can listen and then also know the d- direction. But a lot of times when we lose our peace, it's you know, and I say that in a way because if God is present with us, which the scripture says that's what God is, yes, he's, he's with us, Emmanuel, God is with us. And so when we have that, I call it that relationship. In Sanskrit, Shante means peace. I know a, a dog named Shante, and I remember meeting him as a puppy. He didn't describe peace to me at all in the beginning, but he's grown into that now. But if we just say Shante, Shante, we can actually call that in, call in that presence. And one of the my mantras that I use, especially when I'm either in chaos, when I need to just settle down, or right before bed, I will just use, and Angelica sings this, praise this a lot in our groups, is Om Shante, Om Shante, Om Shante, Om. And whenever she sings that, and I can hear her playing that and singing that, as I say it, because it's a, template for me personally because if we don't have something that we're have a foundation for then i think our resolutions whatever they may be they could be a wandering one so we want to anchor myself our listeners tonight that maybe take some notes maybe write in your journal some of the highlights because i really believe these portions that we're going to be dishing out as a feast tonight that each of us can learn but also use as part of our own resolution one of the anchor points in my life that I hold on to is always the scripture because Ron Roth had, that was our basis for our relationship. He, he continually used the scripture, especially early on in his years, and it just became a foundation for me. And so in, in John fourteen twenty seven it says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And so... One of those anchor points is, to me, scriptures. And if I can read it, then I can ponder that and know that my heart doesn't have to be troubled. A lot of times, and I live alone, so it's it's helpful when I get feedback. And so, to me, scripture gives me the feedback that I'm hearing that's like, your heart's troubled. Well, let's go deeper and find out why that trouble is. So it's something that I attune to when, when the possibilities show up. And also in Mark 4, 39, it says, When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind, and he said to the waves, Silence, be still. And suddenly the wind stopped, and there was a great calm. And they were the Sea of Galilee when the storm came up. Just by the power of the word be still or silence, it has such power. So I can use that in my own world when my head is spinning, when I just get knocked off by a a phone conversation or a letter, whatever it might be that could trigger me. And so I have to do my own discipline when it comes to settling my own ship 
or my body right now. So there's so many different ways we can do that. And I know, Maya, I believe you just wrote a, a blog, and you, you talked about some of the things that we're going to be talking about tonight. So could you sh- share a couple of those with us? Yeah, I'd be happy to. And, and Padre, what you just said really mirrors what I tuned into as well. And it's just different language, I think. So so I think it's, it's yeah. perfect to, to talk about where you talked about inviting in, in that piece as the word. How I was looking at it was the energy behind resolutions. To, to be resolute means to be purposeful, determined, and unwavering. So there's an intention behind it that can come from a vibration of distraction or wanting, or it can be a vibration of being really in tune with that peace energy quality of the divine. And so the the depth of the resolution can really come from different spaces depending on where where I am, where we are, each of us. And so one of the things that I realized was how to move into a space of more connection is vital in tuning into the resolution that's really going to be meaningful for the year. My mind could say, I should exercise more or I should lose weight or I should do this or that and that's coming from more of that that mind and reaction space whereas if I tuned in or when I tuned into that space of stillness and peace where I was in connection and flow what I was actually shown was this vision of a beam of light that came down from creator connecting into my heart and then down on into the center of the earth and then emanated that light out from my heart into the world. And the message that came with that is that my resolution is a way of being. It's a way of being in that flow where I'm connected and still and then moving with that quality of expansiveness or a quality of peacefulness or you know, there, there's many different qualities that could come through when I'm in that space of connection. I'm going to ask a question because it, you stirred something in me that when you talked about like a New Year's resolution, well, I want to lose weight or I want to go to bed earlier, whatever that might be. And I always tell it that's like in the natural. But what you're saying or what you're presenting is let's go deeper and just have some foundational pieces that can carry us like intention colors or whatever that might be in, in our individual life that we can actually change the perception because sometimes it's just rotor a habit and you're yeah. asking us to step into something different, correct? Exactly. Yeah. So then when I tune into that quality or those those energetic ways of being, from there I might get messages about mm. some of the more practical life resolutions that are that are the physical like you were talking about how right. to lose weight or exercise those might yeah. come through but from that 
space of listening instead of from a space of thinking I should. So yeah. it's a different flavor. Definitely is a different flavor. And I think there's an appetite for what you're presenting tonight. And I know FSG has a lot of tools that you have learned over the years. And Maya and I had a conversation for a couple years of when she was entering in as a novice and now to become a monk last year. That our talks, we had formational talks, but yet it, it actually turned into life resolutions of just each of us speaking our truth of what we experience, whether it's through the scripture, whether it's through St. Benedict's writings, what did that mean to each of us? And I think the, the transformation takes place as we allow ourselves to be real, allow ourselves to be honest, but also to enter into places and express our weaknesses. And to me, that combination works so well within our community as the novices come up. But I was proud of you, Maya, how well you travel for those three years that we've had conversations, monthly conversations. So, And now to listen to you teach now is even better. It's kind of gravy right now that I'm listening to <laughs> what you're presenting. So thank you. Thank you. And, and just to add a, a scripture quote that kind of wraps this piece up, it's, it's from Luke 22:42, not my will, but yours be done. Oh. And so that's the energy I'm really tuning into with this life resolution space of not coming from my will, but from the divine yeah. will. That's powerful. So surely, is that your favorite quote of all times? Which quote? <laughs> Not which, my will, but your is... will be done, oh Lord. Oh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yes, yeah, so well, you know, my resolution. Yeah, well, no, I was going to say is you had a lot of life experiences and a lot of life changes in your life. And to find a resolution to whatever present is in your world right now, I'd love for you to tell some of those stories to our group tonight. Well, the resolution that I came up with for a life resolution is going from being in the light, going from being in the light to being the light. So last year I had a, an event that kind of brought me to my knees. I had a traumatic brain injury and oh yeah, I lost my light. I was in fear. It was wicked horrible. And wow. it's been a year of going through physical therapy and doing everything I need to do physically to to get me so I could be in balance and all of that. So as I'm reflecting on the life resolution, it's definitely bringing in the more of the light, getting rid of fears, and just dealing with that. So I just, I sat in meditation and I got a few pieces on this and if you don't mind, I, there's a, a verse that I want to read and then an exercise from Ron Roth one of his, from his book, five, Prayer in the Five Stages of Healing, about eliminating fear from the chakras. And I think this may resonate with people. As we go through this, I'm going to identify the fears in the chakras and just 
listen to that and move that energy out and just get rid of the fear. So I'm first going to talk about the verse, which is Matthew 5.13. This is from the Sermon on the Mount, the teaching about salt and light. You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? You can make, can you make it useful again? It'll be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a mountain, glowing in the night for all to see. Don't hide your light under a basket. Instead, put it on a stand and let it shine for all. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father. And it's just about just stepping into that and just cleansing yourself and just shining out. So, so that when you're saying that, I love that scripture quote because it actually identifies what you said instead of have the light. We be the light. We allow that energy of God, the the present spirit, Mm -hmm. to just assimilate. And part of that is being broken. (laughs) Right. A big part of that is being broken. And you just talked about one of your life challenges. So it has another one, not to fill any beans, is one of your best friends passed away, Virginia, last year. So your own physical challenges and then a relational challenge, it's just, we have a lot to be grateful for, but also knowing that it affects us emotionally, spiritually, and physically. So, and I think what Ron set up about these chakras, it really helps us in a process of um, letting go, but then also being filled with that light. Mm-hmm. Love to hear it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll start with, Ron gives us an example of the first Pentecost. So after Christ's resurrection, his followers were gathered together and they were paralyzed with fear about going out into the world. Then the light of energy of God in the form of a flame came into the room and hovered over their heads. I'm sure everyone knows about the flame of the Pentecost. The energy began to move through the seventh chakra down through the sixth, fifth, fourth, third, first, the second and first, and completed an energetic shift through and within them. It healed them of their fear, and then they were ready to go out into the world to complete their mission. Well, we find ourselves stuck, and it's fear, and I'm sure I'm not alone with that. I'm sure there's many listeners that can identify with that. But of course. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just gonna begin the exercise and just see what resonates with you. Just visualize what's happening here and and if there's a fear that's called out that you recognize, just ask God to remove that. Okay. So we're gonna start by having you close your eyes and take three deep breaths. I want you to begin to feel the presence of God with the presence above your head. Sense the divine releasing its light, its love, its mercy as the energy of God begins its journey. 
As the light moves down through the energy centers, it dissolves fear and heals the physical illness associated with that chakra. This energy now is moving into the crown of your head, the seventh chakra, where the fear of knowing yourself and fear of spiritual growth lies, which basically is a fear of God. We fear that achieving union with God will mean our personal dissolution when in fact it means our complete realization. Allow the light to pass through and be aware of the presence of God removing this fear. Feel it now. The light then moves to the sixth energy center where the fear of self-examination, fear of intuition, fear of being open to others' ideas, and fear in the form of jealousy and insecurity lies. Let this light bathe you from within, cleansing the chakra, release the fear, do it now. The light of God continues to move through the fifth center. It uncovers the fear of self-assertion, creativity, expressing one's needs, feelings, and opinions. Also the fear of expressing grief and hurt. The fear of saying, I'm sorry. Bathe in God's light. Release the fear now to the Holy Spirit. Next, the Spirit of God moves down to the fourth energy system. Here lies the fear of showing affection, fear of loneliness, fears resulting in guilt, resentment, and judgment. When we are in this fear, our heart heart closes and we shut down. As the light of God passes through this chakra, God is putting us back into harmony with ourselves, healing the fear so that we may truly experience an abundant life. Be with that now. The light of God moves to the third level. Here it encounters the fear of failure intimidation, criticism, of not living up to another's expectation, often resulting in depression and fear. Whatever the light of God touches, love is replacing the fear. Feel this love now. Next, the light moves through the second chakra. This is where feelings of inadequacy, especially in the area of sexuality, feelings of low or negative self-esteem, and where the fear of personal relationships reside. 
As the presence of God moves through your energy system, be aware of what's going on in your body. Sense the rigidity in your body being replaced by flexibility and feel the peace within you now. At last, the light of God enters the first energy system or fear of providing the necessities of your life for yourself and for others. Here is where one views the world as a threatening place, unable to protect oneself, fear of abandonment and separation from the world. Let the Spirit of God move through. Because healing from the inside out comes with great sense of empowerment. Be with that now. Let us be thankful to the light of God for the experience of love and presence moving within us. May we move forward as the disciples did at Pentecost to go out into the world and to be the light. Amen. 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 That was, that was beautiful, Shirley. The, it's nice to have it read to you or processed through you, how you did that for us. What I, what I got from that meditation was the the realization of where my fear resides, we just say, oh, I'm fearful. But it's really uh-huh. identified with the chakra. And I know that the, but it was a beautiful way of having us transcend time and space and just address what's within us, but also then allowing that peace that passes all understanding. Stand firm and know I am God. So it's a beautiful way of adjusting ourselves getting this back into present moment. What a beautiful job you did, Shirley. Thank you. Appreciate that. Oh, thank you, Padre. Yes, thank you. Your own challenges, as you stated in the beginning, even like with the head trauma, what did you learn from that? In a sense of maybe it's a big one, maybe it's a small one, but there's a quality or whatever. Maybe it was you realize, oh, my God, I'm all alone is... Anybody going to take care of me? The little child can come up and, and that great fear can come overtake us. So I'm sure you had a lot of mixed emotions when that was experiencing. So what was some of those that you now can recall and go, i got to work on that one. i got to allow grace to carry me through that. Well, yes, there was a lot that came up. It was fear of, okay, when is this going to go away? And so... Patience mm, had to be yes. coming in. Oh, my God, yes. Mm-hmm. Fear of, and I was pretty much by myself. So there was just yeah. this survival, trying to figure mm. things out, and that was really hard yeah. to cognitively keep it together like that. <laughs> uh, of you know, it, it's, just a, it's just a really bizarre space to be in where you just you can't handle any overload at all it's like I couldn't meditate I couldn't be on the computer more than 15 20 minutes 
I wow. couldn't read, couldn't have the TV on, I couldn't watch TV. I had the noise going on in the background. But any kind of wow. loud noise, I couldn't handle, couldn't do music. So it was very isolating. And mm-hmm. I feel like I lost my light at one point. And it was just wow. a not not good. But then my inner self just said, Okay, enough of this. You need to you need to start doing your spiritual practices. You need to start kicking yourself and get going kind of thing. It was hard it was hard to do. <laughs> I can do it myself very well. <laughs> anyway, so, it, and it's just like I drew upon my inner strength to pull me out of this abyss because yeah. it was really, yeah. I was spiraling down pretty badly. So, and it's, and I never really knew I had fear before. It was just, uh. except for public speaking. That I knew. Oh, yeah, that we do. (laughs) But I mean, (laughs) that's a given. Yes. I mean, just having, I've always been independent, figuring it out on my own. It's always been Mm, that, and I would rely on my guides to guide me. Okay, now what do I do? That kind of thing. All that was quiet. There was nothing coming through. It was just, Mm -hmm. so... But so, when life shows you know, up like it did for you and you're alone and you're faced with a, a great challenge, yeah, I'm sure our listeners could relate some of these stories you just told because it's their story. Mm-hmm. I know Gandhi has a great quote. It says, live, live as if you were to die tomorrow. And like you said, I felt like I was dying. And something burst from us, from within us. There's that light being manifested and saying we got to pick up our boots we got to keep moving from there that new resurrection power comes through but dying to self is we can sign up for it or we can accept that role but and it's a process that we move through and it can be terrifying it is a process. you're coming through that yeah. which is man culpa for you that's huge mm-hmm. Be- beautiful mm-hmm. story my friend maya mm-hmm. you're like life itself we have life of challenges that come forth isn't there anything that you can maybe relate to or maybe you have a passage or something that can address how we can maybe welcome our day or welcome the new beginnings, let's put it that way, because we do have them every day, but sometimes we're not even aware of those. Well, and and just to also share a little, little story that is different than Shirley's but is also a time where I I hit something very difficult and had to move through. So I I used to play soccer. It was one of the things that I loved doing and where I felt really connected and in the flow. And then I tore my ACL, so I had a knee knee injury that I had to have surgery, and and eventually I got back to playing. But then something continued to wear away to a point where I had to stop playing altogether and, and and so that really affected my life, and I had to look at what my new priorities would be and how to find joy in other things. So, mm. you know, I was being asked to let go of 
identifying as an athlete, as a soccer player, as someone who could do anything I wanted with my body for a long time. I was just able to do whatever. It was easy for me, wow. and then that changed. Yes. So, so yeah, surely that's amazing what you've been going through. It's It sounds like a, a huge transformation that you're being moved through without your choice, really, <laughs> you know. Yes, too bad I... Too bad I couldn't pick my own lesson, huh? Right, I know. That would be be something. We can wish for that. I think that's like a New Year's resolution, you know. But when it shows up, we realize, oh, I'm in big doo-doo now. And what it is is we have to practice our principles that have been laid out before us. One thing to study them, it's another thing to live through them. And both your conversations about what challenged you both of you did that, and it's, that's huge. And that's also our listeners, too. Don't want to leave anyone out on that because I think we all can relate to both these challenges that they face. But, yeah. I, I have a reading from John O'Donohue, and it's oh, um, yeah. a morning yes. offering. Yes. I want to read like this him. one for us. I think it, it Perfect. pertains to what we've just been talking about and also to the new year. So, it's uh, again, it's called a morning offering. I bless the night that nourished my heart to set the ghosts of longing free into the flow and figure of dream that went to harvest from the dark, bread for the hunger no one sees. All that is eternal in me welcomes the wonder of this day, the field of brightness it creates, offering time for each thing to arise and illuminate. I place on the altar of dawn the quiet loyalty of breath, the tent of thought where I shelter, waves of desire I am sure to, and all beauty drawn to the eye. May my mind come alive today to the invisible geography that invites me to new frontiers, to break the dead shells of yesterdays, to risk being disturbed and changed. May I have the courage today to live the life that I would love, to postpone my dream no longer, but do at last what I came here for and waste my heart on fear no more. That is so rich. And he has a way with words to really take us to that present moment that we can just reflect on our lives and the good that's within it. But also we have to let go of the, those things that hold us back. That's probably the harder choices that we make and determine that with God's help we can do everything. So, but I love that poem. In that, in that statement or in his poem, he really does open up our, our call it chakras or our awareness of how life is so sacred, but yet if we go with the flow, it will unfold. Each of us can probably tell another story about our, our challenges that we meet along the way. And it doesn't, doesn't take a year or two to develop. It can be tomorrow what shows up. It could be today what showed up. And all of a sudden, how are we applying the principles, the teachings, the scriptures that really have a meaning in your life so we can actually apply it like putty to our hearts and just settle in it because to me 
if meditate if we can get into that meditative state or if we can go into our prayer state or the oneness state whatever that choice is your modality it's a, a di- Ron Roth always taught me about the discipline of prayer, which to me, we always started out with just in quietness. And then we picked up the scripture, we read it, but then we pondered those words instead of just, I read it, now give me another assignment. It's like, no, now apply it. Let, let that seed go down deep. And to me, that really, there's an anchor point in all of us that, and to me, the Holy Spirit is part of that. Or we can choose the, the tools that we normally have learned from, but then applied it. But we have to actually apply these to bring, I think, our new life in back in order. And to me, like the new year, we can actually choose again. Last year was a difficult year. We can enter into this new year with fulfillment, with joy, with a possibility. And I just know that it's part of this welcoming. It's a door that opens for us, but we have to actually open the door and then walk through it. And because it's all an invitation, wouldn't you think, Maya? Definitely. And and that really reminds me of the the welcoming prayer by Father Thomas Keating. Oh, Are like you uh, open to me sharing that? Yeah, let's do that one. I love that one. So uh, many of you know my mom. She showed this to me a little while ago, and as soon as I saw it, I just knew how rich, rich this one is. And so I'll, I'll just read. It's welcome, welcome, welcome. I welcome everything that comes to me today because I know it's for my healing. I welcome all thoughts, feelings, emotions, persons, situations, and conditions. I let go of my desire for power and control. I let go of my desire for affection, esteem, approval, and pleasure. I let go of my desire for survival and security. I let go of my desire to change any situation, condition, person, or myself. I open to the love and presence of God and God's action within. Amen. Amen. I was just going to say, he talks about how this is actually more of a, a method that can be used to help transform our lives. So most of us have probably had times where we get stuck in some kind of a bad feeling or emotion, whether we get angry yeah. or fear, as we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And this prayer is one that can help to transmute those feelings. So when we welcome the anger or the rage or the fear, instead of trying to fix it or push it aside, if we simply welcome it and notice it, then we can also let it go. So it's a a way of being with it, being with creator, and then letting it go. That reminds me of a lot of the principles for oneness. That's one of their modalities that are very effective because I think as I'm older, what we were always taught is like you don't talk about it, you you just kind of push it away and hopefully God will take it away. But again, he wants us in the fullness of who we are and emotions are a part of that. And so once we can accord of course, express it. Sometimes it's just anger because <laughs> that's all it 
it's the first time that it actually comes up. I remember yelling at a parishioner when I was in a church, and I just exploded. It's like, and afterwards I thought, what did I do? What triggered all that? It's like, it was a mystery to me because it's just like, oh my God, I was a madman. And it's like, well, it touched a button, one of my religious buttons. <laughs> you offended me. And all of a sudden, all this stuff came out. So I wish I had that prayer. <laughs> of, of, well, and I've, I've had that happen it, too, Padre, where, you know, ah. I just got so, I had pushed down anger for so long that it just got full. And then it had to come out somehow. <laughs> it had <laughs> where to come out. <laughs> if I actually let myself recognize what's happening and name it and be with it, there's yeah. a way that it actually loses steam. It does. It's like the yeah. air gets let out of the balloon instead of getting pushed in and more pushed in until it pops. Yeah, and we're better off. In the moment, <laughs> it didn't feel good, and I'm sure the restripping of that didn't feel good, but, but I've learned from that. Shirley, have you experienced anything like that? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> It was probably at Padre, yeah, too, right? Oh, yes, Padre. Many a time. <laughs> Many a time. Yes. Let me count the ways. Uh, yeah. But I, but but I think the, that's you know. That's human nature. That's, that's definitely human nature. I mean, yeah. it can only take so much, but it definitely is a learning thing, like, when you go past that boundary, it's like, oh, no, <laughs> that's that's yeah. not good. But, yeah, how do you release the valve? But And then you learn better ways to deal with that kind of stuff. But Really, the, our, I think our role in life, is just to discover ourselves and nature and God in every single day. Brother Lawrence says, practice the presence. That presence could be a very difficult situation. But if you're feeling it, you're experiencing it, then hopefully it can be healed or let go of or just allow grace to take it that it wants to come forth. So as our listeners are listening in tonight and as we're going to move into our prayer time, there are qualities or there are challenges that we face every single day. And maybe you had a big one today. Maybe that was a, a, a setback that you don't know how you're going to overcome it. Hopefully you'll tune in next month because we're going to have Reverend Rick Chef lead us. And I just forgot it. But him and Barbara Laterno and Frank Scaletta, they're going to have a wonderful program. On Again, I call it the, the disappointments in life, the harvests in life. Sometimes they're negative instead of positive. But I really believe we all have experienced that. But if we can come together in that one in the spirit and just tune into their hearts, I think it will help set our hearts. So tune in next month for that to happen. But we're going to be praying for people tonight, you specifically, your families, your pets. Everybody gets loved on by God. And it's in that place of, I call it devotion, that we really want to enter into places that only God can set us free because it's in this holy moment that God resides. So if I could ask Maya to begin the prayers, and if you want to, as a listener, want to place one of your hands on your heart as a point of contact, let's do that right now. And so I would be happy to. 
And as a beginning point, I'm actually going to start by reading a piece by Donna Falls called Healing. There's healing in laying on of hands, in the letting go of fear, in asking for help, in silence, celebration, prayer. There is healing in speaking the truth and in keeping still, in seeking sunlight and not shunning struggle, laughter and the affirmation of wholeness hold their own healing. When the soul dances, when the day begins in delight, when love grows and cannot be contained, when life flows from moment to moment, healing happens in the space between thoughts and the breath before the first sung note. Healing is a birthright and a grace when we dare to be open to the unknown, when we extend ourselves in caring, when we welcome in the vast expanse of life, healing comes from the heart and blossoms from the inside out. I call out healing for any who are feeling overwhelmed, for all who are struggling with viruses, May the Holy Spirit burn out those viruses, burn out the overwhelm. I open prayers also for acceptance of who you are, acceptance of the self. May Holy Spirit break any blocks that hold us back. And give us strength and trust to open our hearts evermore to each other and to you, dear Creator. Amen. Amen. Love the prayers, the prayer and the prayers, Maya. Beautifully done. How about you, you, Reverend Shirley? Yes. I pray for people that are in grief and feel despair. I pray that they are touched by the Holy Spirit and could see your light, God. I'm also seeing or feeling, actually, There is someone on the call that is trying to get pregnant. I see that you will become pregnant in the spring. Be a beautiful child. I just see birds chirping, and that's why I think it's springtime. There's many on the call who have a lot of joint issues. God, please bless them. Please let them walk freely. Eliminate the restriction that they're feeling, the pain. May they be free of this now. There's also someone on the call that has some sort of stomach situation. 
is not getting the right answers for that from the doctors. I see soon you'll know a resolution for it. Just be patient. And then those that are have family members or are themselves perhaps transitioning, God, please make their transition swift and without pain. May they find the face of the light and walk with them to the other side. And please, for all the listeners on this call, help them to live an authentic life that they're prayerful. Do the right thing for people that are kind. Reach out and help people. We need that in this world. And thank you, God, for the illustration of prayer from the football player, Damar. Damar is so fabulous that so many people came together in prayer. We need more of that, God. Thank you. Amen. Amen. I'm sure you didn't know we had a seer in our midst. A beautiful prayer, Shirley. Absolutely stunning prayers. And they were feeling prayers. Just inviting, Shirley was inviting each of us into the mystery and just reading people's hearts and also being there personally a sense of in the spirit so she can see. And that's a beautiful gift. And just like Maya had started out with praying for people who have viruses, doesn't matter which one it is, just the cleansing, the light of God, just continue the purge, each one of you, and cleansing and renewing. We're going to pray for Karen who had to go to the emergency room. So we just allow that grace, the Holy Spirit, to go before us, before her, and just make the crooked pastures. Whatever's out of whack to be in divine order, divine light, all pain dissolve in the name of Yeshua. And for anyone who, and again, picking up for both these prayers, the, the sense of loss, there's something going on about that. And, you know, I just want to accent that one more time because whether it's finances you don't have the finances maybe it's someone's going to move someone who's passed away doesn't matter but we feel that loss that disconnection and i just want to allow the father to send the angels now on your behalf and just fill your home fill your life now with with new relationships with new partnerships with an activity of heaven that what looked bleak at one point in time now begins to shed that light that Shirley talked about, just let that light just come forth and just manifest so so you have the victory, so you can live again, so you can live beyond your years, so to speak, or even your own expectations because the Holy Spirit is so alive on this call, in this call, in your homes right now and through the activity of the angels as you have laid your hand upon your own body just receive that divine healing that's taking place now I just say come Holy Spirit we just activate divine grace to heal to bring us that peace to reconcile us with the world and ourselves but also with our God 
at the tenderness of the, the heart of our Blessed Mother, her great intercession, and just feel that presence. Just say, come Holy Spirit, wash over us, cleanse us, and let us become that light, the activity of heaven. And we each take a stand for ourselves that we have a knowing of that divine light, that divine love, that divine heart of God in our midst. And let that the light beams of heaven now just penetrate. And so the wrist begins to now flex and strengthen and renew. And all the muscles and the ligaments around the wrist, also the knees, I just say thank you, O Lord our God, for divine order divine order, and even in the neck area and down the back, just say strengthen in the name of Yeshua Jesus, and the, the vertigo become balanced again. Set your people free, O Lord our God. Anyone with cancer, dissolve in the name of Yeshua Jesus, and in his place divine light, divine love. Thank you, O Lord our God, for your divine purpose. And just increase your favor in everyone's life. Abundantly bless them that they become another blessing to others as we serve humanity, what's in front of us. And we bless every pet with divine health, divine healing. And if it's their time to go, we just release them now into the heavenly realm as the angels begin to minister to those, bringing them into their heavenly place, that they take their place because of serving us now they will be served. I thank you, O Lord our God, for the rich blessings each person on this call and those who will listen to it later. I just call forth divine light and healing, especially for your children and your grandchildren. And bless the relationships. May it prosper and may it grow. And may I seal in the good work of the Holy Spirit in all your lives and all your relationships. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So be it. Amen. It is so. Thank you, Reverend Maya, Reverend Shirley, for your expertise tonight. Love both of you. Love what you brought forth. And thank you, our listeners, for participating and also for your donations. We really appreciate all of them. God bless you. See you next month on our next call with Reverend Rick, Reverend Barbara, and Reverend Frank.